views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Happy Monday and thank you for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. If this is your first time listening, this is a weekly podcast I do where I take three articles from the internet, usually tech related. Uh, I give you my analysis on them. I break them down and then I send you on your way, hopefully more informed, more aware. But I'm just honestly, I'm just sharing my interest in things that I find interesting uh, uh, on the internet. So with that being said, Thanks to everyone who's been listening uh, to the podcast. I really appreciate the feedback, and I appreciate everyone uh, just you know taking the time to listen to it, man. It's it's something that's a long term. It's a long term project. All right? It's gonna be something that's not going away. So uh, the more inputs you give me, the better the podcast will become. So with that being said, man, hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, I have been uh, I've been having a great weekend. I uh, did a little bit of uh, a little bit of everything, man. I I spent some time with my son. Uh, we were doing some streaming. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but uh, this is the boy right here, and this is him and I. Uh, yeah, this is him right here. So this is our little streaming setup. So when I am not uh, um, using the office for work purposes, because I am using his bedroom, uh, I am here teaching the boy how to stream, and he is getting very well uh, acquainted or <laughs> adjusted to uh, the setup in his room. But it's dope, man. I love I love spending time with my son in, in the sense of like teaching him about like you know gaming and. Because I, like, to be honest with you, I know nothing about gaming. Like, I don't, you know, I'm a weird, I'm a weird nerd in that sense. Because, like, a lot of people will be, like, when you think IT nerds, you think, like, you think Star Wars and sci-fi. And, like, it's not that I don't like sci-fi. But, like, I always tell people, bro, I like computers. I like hacking. I like, that's the side of technology that I like. I, like, and I really like that stuff. It's not, like, an, an act or anything. And so, um just because people typically who are hackers like sci-fi and this and that and star trek is like nah like I, that's not my style like that's it computers are like a handful of the things that i am very you know passionate about but um with that being said with gaming it, it's very new to me um with streaming and how kids watch that is very new to me and so you got to humble yourself as a parent and be like why do kids like watching this stuff um, and then learning how, uh, how to play it? And honestly, I get why kids like it. It really is an escape. It, uh, it's, it's not like a sandbox like what you see with PlayStation games where like, you know, uh, you, you kind of you're kind of limited to this like little canvas of what the game is. With Roblox, you have kids who are building their own world, building their own things, inviting people over. That's really dope that kids do that in the game. So um, and then I also went to a... Uh, I went to a 90s party, son. That was interesting. So it was my uh, my sister-in-law's uh, 30th birthday, um, which is awkward because she's the same age as me. Um, but <laughs> no, um, shout out to Sabrina. Um, but we were at the, uh, she had a, uh, a 90s theme party. And that was pretty dope, man. Because it's like, yeah, I'm a 90s baby. And it's like, what did we dress like? And it's like, I don't really remember what we dressed like as much as like, you know how we acted it feels like it would feel like the 90s or 1990s was like back in like like it was like a couple weeks ago and it's like nah it's crazy how time flies bro but yeah we had a, a 90s party i'm trying it's crazy too so i went to a, a 90s party it was also shout out to my uh my sister-in-law she had a 90s party it was really dope uh uh it was weird man i looked like i tried to go for tupac and then everybody was kind of just like nah fam you can't you kind of just look like drake and it's like don't don't disrespect drake like that bro i don't i don't appreciate you disrespecting drake like that but uh it was dope man we went to a uh, uh um 
a 90s party so we had a really good time there uh it was, it's always good to chill with the family uh and uh in uh, my sister and then like especially when i have to explain to my fiance i was like nah they, they both picked they both picked me on picked on me like even though i'm the bigger one of all of them now it's like yeah they used to like they we used to all fight and but mainly me getting beat up and it's it's all love though right but it's uh it's good times man it's always fun to um when you're when you're you know, like your fiance gets to meet your family and like she gets to know a side of you that you don't like to talk about because it's like you know you're not really a proud of like the person you used to be and that's not like in a bad way but it's just like you know puberty might have hit a little late for poppy you know what i mean just a little late you know but uh uh with that being said man it was a good weekend i think the times or the clocks got pushed ahead or something like that i don't know apparently that's still a thing and um but all in all, though, it was a good weekend. Um, got some more work done in the office as well uh, in the studio so I can get more videos out to you guys. Um, I have a lot of interesting stuff coming this weekend uh, or this week um, content-wise. And, um, like, one of the things I'm working on, and, um, you know, I'll just announce it right now. So, um, you know, with, with, Word on the Pod, with Word on the Road podcast and with... Um, me doing this full-time I'm also doing IT consulting and so I'm really focusing on just you know uh, building a presence in the Orlando markets and so I thought about like what would be a creative way to kind of just build uh, build a brand to get my name out there to just kind of get myself in people's ears and what's like the low-cost way to do it because you know Poppy's independent you know what I mean so what I'm gonna be doing um, probably starting either tomorrow or Wednesdays I'm gonna be doing live streaming tech support all right so that being said um, uh, whether you're in Orlando or not, I'll be streaming live on YouTube. Um, I'll have the final time posted on the on the ad when I release it, but it'll be basically um, I'll be doing live tech support for about an hour a day. Um, so it's gonna be a chat, it's gonna be a video, and if you got tech questions, whether it be like you're having issues with your computer, you're having issues with your mobile device, you got questions about you know something not working, uh, maybe you know because of the whole coronavirus thing, you're working remotely from home and you have questions about your internet connection and stuff like that. I'm gonna be live streaming uh to help people out like that listen completely free free all right you ain't gotta download anything it's gonna be on youtube and then um and youtube has the built-in chat so you don't have to do anything but just shoot me your questions and then since it's being live streamed i'm going to be able to record it and then so if you don't get a chance to join the live stream i'll be pre-recorded or be recorded offline and you can view it on my channel so maybe someone has a question that you might have so it's my way of giving back to the community uh and also get myself sharp because like bro if i'm getting you know people throwing questions at me and stuff like that i'm only getting better as a technician because you know i'm aware of all the issues that people are having out there and uh, it's just building the encyclopedia of uh, solutions in my head i'm like a i'm like a, a robot like a, a learner model you know what i mean <laughs> uh but that being said i'm gonna be doing that on on you um on live streaming so that's going to be my thing just uh, uh, to incorporate you know, Word on the Road podcast and then we're going to have the live stream of tech support. And I'm thinking about doing that for like 30 days. We'll see how it goes, but it's something that I want to do um, that I think is, a, is, a, is, a, is going to be dope to do it. So uh, with that being said, that's the business side of things. That's what I got going on. That's what what's on my agenda. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the articles and let's get the party started. Um, I have some interesting articles that I want to talk about today. And uh, more particularly, um, yeah, all the articles mentioned 
uh, to uh, all the articles mentioned uh, uh, in this episode will be available on the uh, um, description um, below. So if you go on YouTube, look at description. The articles will be in there. If you're listening on podcast or if you're listening um, to the audio only um, through iTunes or whatever, it'll be in the description um, or the bio or something like that. I don't know. It's in there. All right, just hit me up if you can't find it. All right, I'll personally provide you the link. All right, buddies. Uh, so with that being said, let me take a sip of my little tea to freshen my, my freshen my palate and. Uh, Let's do it, man. So let's go. First article coming from the fine folks at CNET, which is uh, Facebook bans face mask uh, face mask ads to curb their uh, coronavirus exploitation. Man, now, I know we've been talking about this a lot with uh, with Amazon and some of the stuff that they were doing um, with uh, you know um, fake sellers and uh, price gouging. But now even Facebook is is taking an initiative to say, hey. Um, we're going to make sure that people aren't selling face masks because, listen, this is what sucks about people these days, man. And this is what's crazy is that, like, people like to exploit others in a time of need. So what does that mean? It means that because everyone wants face masks, um, people are going to sell those face masks for $200 a mask or something like that, right? And it's not far-fetched. Uh, uh, I didn't realize that hand sanitizer and all that stuff is just, like, it's not on the shelves anymore. It's like a hurricane thing. And so, of course, supply and demand um, is going to lead to the price going up. But there's people who are clearly uh, price gouging. And now, what's really interesting about uh, kind of what's going on here as well is that Apple is also taking an initiative as well to make sure that they're removing applications that are spreading misinformation about the coronavirus and and that's very important because listen we're living in a society where people believe everything they see online uh people believe anything they see in the app store they're like if it's in the app store it's apple it's got to be legitimate and so what you're gonna see is that like you're gonna have apps that are um kind of driving up the 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 fears uh, of people to get you know clickbait uh to get ad revenue um or to uh sell sanitizer hand sanitizer but they're trying to basically capitalize on this uh um on this issue on the whole coronavirus thing and so companies have to take action now before it becomes out of hand because the, people will exploit this and make it into something that it does not need to be um and so shout out to facebook for kind of taking a, a stance on that so they're saying that they're blocking listings for a certain face masks. So they're blocking it altogether from being sold on the marketplace. So you cannot sell any type of mask for coronavirus purposes on uh, on Facebook. And you cannot sell supplements that state that it will prevent you from getting coronavirus on Facebook. Because the reality is that people will buy it. And it, it, it's a sad reality that, like, yes, there's 90% of people who are smart enough to, like, say this is bull. But that 10% who's still able to do it, that's still money in the bank. And that's why these type of scams exist. So um, that's it's crazy what's going on with the coronavirus stuff, man. I'll tell you what, man. I tell you what. It's like, who would have thought, man? Everybody thought that robots were going to kill us. Little did we know it would be some virus, you know, uh, named after a, uh, a uh, delicious beer that's famously drank by Vin Diesel uh, in all the movies. <laughs> um so with that being said, uh, next article is an interesting little piece I found from the fine folks at TechCrunch, which is uh, especially, I don't know if these articles are all kind of aligned with the whole coronavirus thing, but this is dope. A uh, little article I found about a, um, basically a uh, bathroom cleaning robot that's trained uh, in virtual reality to clean up after you. So this is really 
really cool, um, but I, I kind of wanted to kind of touch bases on this. So um, this robot, if you look at this video real quick, is kind of designed to uh, clean bathrooms, right? So this is the robot in action right now. So it kind of, in virtual reality, sees the entire bathroom, sees the location of it, everything is fixed, and then um, the robot comes into town, I'm forward a little bit. Look at this humongous thing, and all this bad boy is doing is just cleaning the bathroom. Now, uh, it's cleaning the floors, you know what I'm saying? It's getting all that pee-pee off the floor. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I find bathroom floors disgusting, bro. And I want to say something real quick to all the guys out there who walk in the bathroom at the gym barefoot. You're disgusting, bro. You're disgusting. Especially, I've seen guys using the urinal barefooted. You're disgusting. That's how you get every disease in the world. But with that being said, back to the article or video. This is a robot that's designed to basically clean the bathrooms. Now, what I thought was really interesting about this article, right, is that it's uh, you know, it's made by this company in um, in New York City. Uh, CEO Michael Levy, what's the name of the company, man, uh, at TC Sessions Robotics, what's the name, uh, man, what's the name, what's the name, the 3Ds, the Somatics Robots, alright, so the Somatics Robot, now what I thought was interesting about this thing is that like, alright, first of all, it's humongous, alright, first of all, it's humongous, and then second of all, if you look closely at this, right, it still has to be plugged into something, like there's a, a really big electrical like cable that's hanging out right there, right? And so it, so it has to be plugged in. So it's not a completely autonomous robot. This thing still has to like plug itself into something. So with that being said, someone has to plug this robot in. Uh, so what was also really interesting is that like the starting price for this robot is so it costs 300,000. That's off the gate, right? But you can lease it out for about a thousand dollars a month. Um, so think about that: a thousand dollars a month. Now, how they say it can do about eight hours of work. So it can clean up, up like it, however long it takes to clean a bathroom, about eight hours. So some people might look at this robot and be like, "Yo, this is gonna be the thing that uh, uh, is gonna replace us." But the reality is, is that like this doesn't make any economical sense because the reality is, is that like a cleaning team or a crew that's a, a team, a team that cleans, right? Like if a company hires a uh, external party or a vendor to clean the bathrooms. I guarantee you it's not a thousand dollars a month and it if it is a thousand dollars a month uh it's a really good service um this thing doesn't make any practical sense the fact that you have to plug it in to me shows that it's not um you know it's not a complete autonomous robot something still has to plug it in also how long does it take to clean the bathroom you know what i mean versus a human because the thing about cleaning bathrooms is that like yeah, it's, it, does it suck as a job? Yes, but it's one of those jobs where, like, um, a human being can get it done so much quicker. It's not dangerous, um, and they can get it done much more efficiently, and they can clean more bathrooms more efficiently. They don't have to plug themselves in, you know what I mean? And so I think this robot idea, although dope, is just not practical. Uh, if this was like a crime scene robot where it has to clean up a crime scene where a lot of things are bloody and it's like dangerous environment, uh, <laughs> uh, I can understand this this vacuum working. I, you know what? I just thought about a joke in my head. It's like this robot would be used for like when a customer takes the worst uh, uh, situation in your bathroom. Like he just destroys the bathroom. Like he uh, like he had crystals burgers 
and uh, uh, a Golden Corral in the same day, and he ended up at your facilities. This is the type of rollout you might need to come in to clean it. But after that, like, I don't see the purpose of it. Like, it's like a bomb squad, bomb squad robot, but it's used for cleaning bathrooms. Um, but it is a it is a practical idea. But I think there's areas that where automation works, and then there's areas where it's like the cost of the robot and the robot maintenance versus hiring human it's just like it's cheaper to hire a human because um, i think like the overall cost is uh um and then $150,000 for something else um so that is uh, a very very uh very very interesting to say at least but uh, i love robotics man there's just you know that i always say with robots with robots in general um it's just weird that people have this fear that like we're going to be replaced by robots it's like um yeah man maybe in 40 years i just don't think robotics is where it is like i have the roomba a uh, vacuum cleaner now i love that thing does it clean well it, it does a very good job of cleaning does it it but does it look like a drunk person trying to leave the club at three in the morning it definitely does the room because it's like it doesn't know where it's going it's blind it, and it's just like it does a terror it's just like boop, boop, boop. it's bumping into stuff it's falling places it's going places it shouldn't be um so and it's like it's almost easier to just uh put your foot your <laughs> to vacuum yourself but it, it's still a, like a spot treatment type thing and so um yeah, you know, I think that like like I said, the, the practical use for this type of robot is just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Um, so with that being said, uh, check that article out at TechCrunch.com. So last but not least, um, we're gonna end on this piece I found from the fine folks at Medium.com, which is here's how to avoid being spied on on an Airbnb. Now this is a really interesting article um, because it kind of talks about the like the fact that like. Um, it's it's becoming an ongoing issue that like airbnb owners um they uh or or airbnb what's the other one um it's airbnb and there's another one what's it called um uh who knows airbnb and there's another one right um but what's what's interesting is that like um because here in florida there's a lot of rental property a lot of people make money off having rental properties and so um um they have you know with the with the security systems these days being so cheap with things like nest it doesn't require a lot of uh, you know um it doesn't require a lot of knowledge to have a security system set up and so homeowners obviously are going to be worried you know of people being in their home you know especially if they're renting it out and so they like to spy on people and they like to pretend like they people don't know that they're spying on them and so it's become an ongoing issue or uh, um with people that like they're reporting that like hey i you know i'm staying at this airbnb and there's like six or seven cameras here um and you know the owner might say they're not watching you but then there's been reports of people finding cameras in the house that looked like hidden chargers um people finding cameras in the house that that were in the smoke detectors um you know there's a lot of places you can hide cameras and so the article kind of sheds light on like what your rights are as a human being uh, when it comes to privacy and how to um, uh, how to handle that. So um, to kind of get you know like and before I say anything else, like you know highly you know suggest you go check out the article. But one of the things I always talk about with with Airbnbs and like my like what my privacy is that like I am very very private when I'm at home um, or if I'm in my room. And it's my thing of like it's my space, and I'm I'm a very compartmentalized person in that sense. But like I have no problem being wide open with people out in public and in, in certain spaces. But when I'm in my hotel room or I'm in my house, 
um, I don't want anybody to know what I'm doing. And it's not that I'm doing anything good or bad. It's that I don't like people. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, I don't even let uh, housekeeping into my room because I just don't like it. I, I'm messy when I'm in, uh, when I'm by myself sometimes, and I don't like people knowing that. I don't like. It's just one of those things where it's like I don't want people seeing my underwear that are on the floor. And so, um, I'm very big on that whole privacy thing. And I can always tell when someone's in the room uh, or has been in my room when um, when I was away. It's just one of those feelings that you get. And so, what's what's what I couldn't tolerate is if I stared at an Airbnb and I saw that there was cameras around um, looking. Like I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, well, no, this is not this is not okay. You know what I'm saying? If you want to have cameras uh, at the entrances, that's 100% understandable. But what I won't tolerate is you basically calling me saying what are you doing outside um video recording or if i'm outside having a conversation with someone like how many times have you been at a party and it's like hey bro can, you, can we step outside real quick and so we can talk in private somewhere more quieter you know a ring ring doorbell can pick up all that noise anything that you're having and so if if this homeowner wants to be nosy they could easily be listening to this conversation and so um one of the things the article talks about is like you know how to detect if there's cameras in the house and um it's it's sometimes it's very easy to detect a camera you know the, the nest.com the ring.com um and so one of the things i would say to someone is if i'm staying at an airbnb because it's you know it's a difference between you visiting someone's house and the other difference between you paying to stay at someone's house so first thing i'm going to tell someone is like no cameras go off sir sorry that's not happening you know what I'm saying? And it's like if, if you have to be willing to say, I'm a, I will cancel the reservation if you don't turn off the camera um, or uh, unplug the wireless router, you know, um, because the reality is, is that like you're entitled to your privacy. Um, and so that, that's one of my rules with cameras is in that sense, it's like we're, we're not we're not doing that. Um, but a, a second thing is like if you are staying at a hotel um, or if you're staying at Airbnb where. Um, that you see that there's cameras you also have the right to see if they're listening and one of the ways i check if someone's listening is i'll start uh talking on the microphone with misinformation uh and what do i mean by that i'll start saying hey are we still doing that robbery tonight hey are we still going to kill those people at the house tonight and that's to see if the owner's listening because if the owner's listening right if he's listening it, because the thing about a ring.com or, or a ring dart bell is that it notifies you someone's there. If the owner sees that it's just me, he should then tune out and walk away. But if he's listening to me talk about robberies and like stuff like that, that means he was listening to the conversation to begin with. And those are little, those are those are ways that I use to mess with people to see if they're you know doing something they shouldn't be. Because to me, it's like, why are you being weird? That's weird. You know, if if you if you spy on me on Facebook. And then pretend like in my face that you're not looking at me on Facebook, but then call me out on something you saw on my Facebook while pretending to not be looking at my Facebook. That's weird. Regardless of what I put on there, that's weird. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with cameras. If you're going to spy on someone because no reason other than you're just listening because you're bored, that's weird. And I'm going to call you out on it being weird or refuse to stay at your establishment. And so... You know, if you want to deny, like, and that's another thing is that homeowners will deny that they're doing anything, um, you know. So one of the things I always suggest, too, is if, like, if they're using Wi-Fi cameras or whatever, don't be afraid to just unplug the Wi-Fi router and say, oh, we don't need Internet here tonight. And those cameras, you don't need to be watching what's inside here. You know, you have the right to your privacy and you have to be willing to 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 be a jerk about it. Because to me, I don't try to be a jerk about my privacy. 
I try to just show you how weird you're acting and how inappropriate you're acting, you know, because I get that this is your house. I get that you have issues with people um, trashing your house or this like that, like that's a possibility. But in that same respect, um, I also have the right to my privacy, you know. Um, Another thing that I don't personally do in my personal life is I don't put cameras inside my house. You know, I do not put camera. I'll put cameras on the outside of the house. But ever since my son has turned five, there's no cameras inside this house. And it's one of the reasons why is because my fiance and everyone else in my house has the right to privacy. She shouldn't have to be worried that I'm watching her or this and that because everyone has that right. And another aspect of it is because of hackers. You know, someone, if they gain access to that camera, they're out there looking at me um, because you never know what could happen. And I want to run that risk. But the reality is that like you have the right to privacy and your home should be that place where you can just walk around naked. You should be able to walk naked from the one bathroom to the other bathroom because you ran out of toilet paper and not worry about that the homeowner is looking at you through the camera. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I, I like if I, I I would be so mad if I found out someone was spying on me. It would be one of those things that would just irritate me so much. Um so yeah, the article is really dope. They have some some interesting uh, talking points about ways to detect cameras um, and what you can do if you see them. Um, um, and and I feel like I'm reminiscing too much on this. Um, I'll add one one last thing that I thought was really funny is that if you've ever been to like um, you ever been to uh, uh, like uh, Applebee's or like uh, Chili's and it's like the little computer thing that they let you pay on like you ever seen the register thingies like at the table so they have these little things right here and it's like you pay for your meal so it's at the table and it's like yep that's how you're gonna pay for your food so one of the things that I found was weird about these one time because I was um, I feel like I think we were uh, getting ready to pay somewhere we looked at them and we realized that like if you look right in the middle where is it let's see real quick if you look right there on these little tablets on the table there's a camera right there and so i i remember i told my mom because my mom was having dinner with me i was like mom why is there a camera here are these people spying on us and then so i was like you know what let's see if they're spying on us let's find a way to do it so i just started whispering into the camera i was like i'm going to rob this place mom get me my gun i'm getting ready to rob i'm getting ready to rob 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 kill 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 and then when nobody called the police and the staff didn't come to the table acting all weird, I knew they weren't listening and that that camera was only used for scanning gift cards. So <laughs> funny story. But with that being said, man, that concludes uh, this episode of Word on the Road. My name is uh, Edwin Pagan. Thank you again for listening. Uh, this is a podcast I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, it's available on YouTube and on all major uh, podcast platforms. So with that being said, uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel like if you like the videos um make sure to turn on notifications so you can be notified when this uh, podcast drops but until next time guys this has been edwin pagan word on the road podcast take care everyone peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel you're watching your dad's youtube channel